Hi there. I'm Dr. Sarah Wilson, naturopathic doctor, author, practice mentor, researcher, and passionate connector of the dots of health. As the medical director of Advanced Women's Health and the founder of Naturopathic Clinical Mentorship, I help patients and practitioners to deeply understand the connection between hormones and inflammation so that they can improve their most complex health concerns or cases. Advanced Women's Health, the podcast, is a space for practitioners and discerning health consumers to learn about cutting-edge research in the area of women's health. Before we get started, though, let's set the ground rules. This information is not meant to diagnose or treat. I am a doctor, but not your doctor. I completely understand that you're going to want to implement some of these strategies. We are talking about really compelling stuff, but please always do so with a medical practitioner's support. So let's dive in. In today's episode and the next few episodes, we are going to deviate from our regular scheduled research discussions and talk about something that is so relevant at the current time of recording, which is how to stay afloat, how to manage your practice, how to use this time effectively, and how to go really from overwhelmed to implementing things that you want to implement in this unprecedented time in the world. These This information is going to have so much value for such a long period of time, which is why I wanted to share it, because you are going to learn about how to do research, about systems in your business, about how to manage anxiety. We have a variety of interviews talking about grief and use of essential oils, talking about budgets, and how to stay afloat in a crisis. Finally, we're also going to be talking about creating community in this time, which is so critical where people feel so isolated. So I'm so excited to share these with you. If you want to jump ahead a few episodes and go right back into our research, it is going to be there for you. But in any situation, I didn't want this to be just for people going through my courses. I wanted to help more people. I hope you enjoy it and I will see you on the other side. As much as I love research, as much as I love so many other elements in this, this is one of my favorite sections and one of the sections I think we need to implement the most. So, so many people in my coaching groups are like, I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't want to hear about systems. I don't, I don't, I don't. But honestly, systems saved me from burnout so many times and optimizing my systems makes better patient flow, makes a better patient experience, and really optimizes my staff's experience as well. So systems, we are going to talk today about optimizing that patient experience because again, so many of us heart-centered practitioners need to make money, but love taking care of patients. We love the patient experience. We really just were in this to get people better and to really just optimize health and change healthcare. And so with that, I always say you can't do that if you are exhausted and burnt out and spending all of your time on administrative duties. We need people doing research. We need people doing talks. We need people getting themselves out there and seeing as many patients as they can. And in order to do this, please put in place systems and constantly refine them. The word is scary. What it is, is not. So really, systems are, and there's a whole bunch of text to go associated with this, so definitely check that out if you are just listening to the audios here, but systems are essentially just things that you repeat in your business. So anything that happens more than once needs a system. And what that is, is just a step-by-step-by-step-by-step list of things to do 
So that's going to be things to do when a patient comes first comes in your office. That's going to be things to do when you're trying to get patients, right? So how do you do that? What conversations do you have? How do you get them into a meet and greet if you want to do meet and greets? Are you doing talks and events? How do you talk about that? How do you book that patient? Anything that you're doing over and over and over again gets a system. How are you doing marketing? Are you working with your marketing person? How are you doing SEO? We're going to have a talk on that because my lovely husband um, is the director of marketing for our companies. So he loves this and loves the medicine. And so he's going to come help us out. But create anything that's happening that's repeatable gets a system. So in my business, there's so many elements of systems, but we are working on this hardcore right now. We're getting into numbers. We are taking this time to make sure that every patient gets the same welcome experience. Every patient gets the same packages on the other side of it because we're pretty good. Patient walks in the door, the greeting system, we do in-house testing. This is how it goes. I go through the, the same spiel with patients in each visit. So everyone gets that same experience, but then what happens when they leave? Do they get that or do they not? That's what we need to work on right now because I just opened a clinic and I didn't think about a lot of these things that needed to happen. So now I have this pause and this minute to be like, okay, great. How can I optimize this experience to make patients feel so freaking cared for and so supported and so and let their protocols be so effective, right? I'm working on making products to support them that are free so that they can be like, awesome, I'm really overwhelmed because I just got a ton of blood work back and she walked me through it and wrote down what it means, but... I don't know on the other side of it what to do with that information. So when I see that problem happening again and again and again, it needs a solution. That solution can be the same, but you can only implement solutions with systems. Same with going our telemedicine like process, right? That's a system. Onboarding patients into telemedicine. Shipping out supplements, that's a system. Anything that's repeated is a system. And anything that's systematizable can be handed off. I don't even know that's a word, Uh, but that can be handed off to someone. So if you are super overwhelmed and you're thinking about hiring an assistant, be it a VA or an in-person assistant, you need to have these systems in place too. So how do we create these systems and what do we create them for? My favorite way to go about this is to walk through exactly what's happening at each stage of the process. So a patient contacts the office. They want to, they, they're looking for information. What is the way we get them that information and what is the wording we use? We have all of this templated, right? So we just load a template, boom, off to the patient. What happens if a patient just wants to book? How are they offered those times? Okay, they are booked. What do they, what information do they get before that visit? This becomes even more important when you have a wait list because if a patient books and then they have to wait eight weeks to get into you, which I hope is the case for everyone, right? They have to wait a long time. What's going to happen in that period of time? That anticipation, that excitement that they had on booking could be decreased and then they may, depending on the situation, not take that appointment in the end. So what can we do to help them during that window of time? What can we do to help patients between visits so that we're not seeing them all the time? What systems do you need put in place to reorder supplies? What systems do you need to put in place in order to offer acupuncture, right? All of these things are systems. So again, walk through step by step by step what the patient experience is. They contact the clinic, they book in, they come day of what happens. They then are offered an appointment time after the visit. What happens? Yes or no. Even if you're an associate, don't like 
you have so much that you can do with this, right? How are you getting patients in? You are an independent contractor. You own a business. So from that side of the coin, you can be doing marketing. You can be getting patients online. You can be doing videos. You can be supporting them with content. Obviously, talk to whoever you're working with in terms of the owners, but from my perspective as a clinic owner, that's my dream is if someone's like, this is the patient experience I want to have. And this is how I need to support them through that. And this is what, this is how I want to get them better. I'm like, yeah, let's do this thing, right? Let, let's make it happen. Let's integrate it into our systems. So all of that to be said is just walk through step-by-step step what needs to happen at each phase and anything you repeat can be systematized. Store those systems. You can store them as checklists. That's what we really like to do. We put them in Asana. And then even if I hire a new person, they can very quickly check those boxes. They can see what they're responsible for. And every patient gets the same experience. Again, in the text, I refer to, and like, what if you someone comes to your clinic they have a certain condition, they get a certain set of blood work, they get offered tests, they get offered water, they come in, they're so welcome and so supported, and that's one staff member. Then they come back, they're ignored. They walk in the door, the person doesn't say hi, doesn't greet them, doesn't offer them water. They don't get that same consistent experience. And when they don't know what to expect, and say you're having a bad day, so you don't catch on these things, right? That consistency of experience is really important for them feeling really confident to refer, but to come back as well. If you're walking into a place and you don't know what to expect, like you're not going to go back. Think about a restaurant, right? If you order the same dish three times and it's completely different every time and you loved it the first time, you're not going to go back. I've had that experience many times. (laughs) And so with that, just keep these things in mind. And again, they create consistency, but also they allow you to hand things off. There are so many things that I give my admin support and I'm like, great, this is how to onboard a patient. This is what they get sent. This is what needs to happen. This is where emails go. This is how they get added to any kind of community support that they need. This is what it looks like. Because if you have goals of scaling your practice, if you have goals of creating programs and putting community in place and having events and talks, we need systems around it so that patients are consistently educated around it. And we need to take the burden off of ourselves of trying to remember each little thing when you can just create a checklist and hand it off. So I hope that is helpful and I hope that is inspiring because it's, like I said, the most boring thing that we will do, but at least you only do it once. And then from that perspective, you're not repeating it. You're not trying to remember it. If you hate the idea of creating a system and the tech, like I'm a visionary at heart. I have so many ideas. I love doing things. I love a systematized business. I do not put it in place. It's the same with my house. I would love it to look like a showroom. It does not because I have a vision of that happening. I do not have any interest in the execution of that plan. And so if you're that type of person, record what you're doing. So I record walkthroughs, I record screen shares and say, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what needs to happen. Here's how it happens. Hand it off to someone else. They type it out for you. They make the pretty system. They execute it. So there's so many ways to go about this that save you time. I will put more resources in terms of what this looks like and why it's important to think about it in the notes. And then from that perspective, just dive in, balance this out, do one a day, and then the fun stuff you can do late, you can do the rest of the day. We have the time right now. Think about that experience you want to create so that your patients get epic care and they really, really, really get the most well without you doing all of it. You don't want to tell someone to drink water? There you go. Systems for it, right? That's, that's the complaints I hear all the time. 
I hope that was helpful. As always, ask me any questions if you have them and just get to work. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, I would love a review because that is how more people find out about us and ultimately get well. If you are a medical practitioner and you're interested in taking one of my courses to learn how to implement these research strategies, see naturopathicmentorship.com. If you're a patient, we have a couple of options. I can try to hook you up with one of my trained practitioners Or alternatively, if you have a practitioner you love, I do offer one-on-one consults about your case to support that practitioner in learning further. For more information on these strategies, see the show notes. And finally, if you just want to keep in touch, I am always active on Instagram and Facebook, and I look forward to connecting with you there. Have a great day and be well.